everyone, I'm Alex, and this is New Wine, a weekly podcast where we get to lay down the old and welcome in the new. Now, as I even just say those words, welcome in the new, we're all about to walk into a brand new year. 2023 is just around the corner, and even though this year has flown by, I feel like honestly, I've I remember so much from this year. 2022 was so good to me. It was a year where I got myself back. It was a year I felt like I grew up so much mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and you know, it's just like newness is obviously around the corner for all of us and Contrary to previous years, like definitely 2021, 2020, probably 2019 too, I was was in a place where I didn't really remember what happened in that year. I was kind of grazing by. It was like life was happening around me and I was was in it. I'm just grateful to be alive, but like I don't really remember a lot of, I remember, but I don't like, you know, my emotions, my feelings, what I, who was around me, like a lot of those things kind of were scattered in all around the place. But this year, I really feel grateful because I really remember this year. <laughs> as silly as that may sound, I really remember this year. Like I really remember the moments. I remember the people. I remember, you know, sacred places that meant a lot to me in private and in public. And I think, you know, we all have those moments and maybe you maybe you have maybe 2022 hasn't been the best year for you. Maybe 2022 has been the most incredible year for you. Um, you know, we all have those years that we enjoy and some that we rather forget. And I know for me, I've been asking myself, you know, even though the holidays can bring so many emotions, it can be good emotions, sad emotions, you know, we it's it's different for a lot of people. I, I really want to be conscious of how I'm feeling in this season right now. Like I'm asking myself, how are you, Alex? How do you feel? Like, how has this year been to you? What do you want to experience as you welcome in, welcome in a new year? You know, how has your life changed because of 2022? How has it stayed the same because of 2022? You know, what? How do you how are you feeling right now, girl? You know, it's like that little check-in moment like how are you, girl? So, this episode is really about us opening up, me opening up, but us all opening up as we welcome in a brand new year. But you know how we do. Before we get into the episode, let's pour it up. Okay, so this week, I had a very dear friend. I'm going to shout you out, Kate. <laughs> had a very dear friend, Kate, who sent me a bottle of wine. Now, this one just any old wine. She sent me the money. She said, go get this brand, this kind of wine. And you know what I did? Took my butt to Trader Joe's and got the wine. And we about to drink it and taste it here on the podcast. I've never had it. It's called Me On Me. It's a Pinot Noir. So I'll let the camera kind of do its thing like always it'd be taking so long child bless it okay <laughs> okay so it's called me on me it's a pinot noir it's from california um on the back of the bottle like we always 
check out during the episodes. Um, it says, discover the well-balanced, richly flavored, and deliciously complex taste of Miyomi Pinot Noir. I hope I'm saying that right. Lifted aromas of jammy fruit and toasty oak are followed by expressive dark berry, juicy strawberry, and toasty mocha flavors. That's new. I haven't really... Think I think we've had a wine on the podcast with like a mocha flavor. At least it hasn't been said out loud that it was. Um, with a soft plush palette, the well-integrated oak provides a unique structure and depth seldom seen in Pinot Noir. The wines are carefully crafted so that these characteristics continue to enhance and build on each other for an evocative and memorable Pinot Noir. I mean, wow, all the adjectives on the back of this bottle. Um, all right, let's pour it up. I've read enough. My friend said it's amazing. She sent she sent it to me. I feel like it's going to be amazing. I posted about it on Instagram that she, that she sent this to me. And people were like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. So here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Um, happy New Week to all of you. I missed you all last week. I really just took some time to like debrief from Thanksgiving. And I think also as we're going into the new year, I'm really just like taking it slow and not not pressuring myself, pushing myself, but not pressuring myself. Right. It's a difference. But uh, let's give this a swirl, a swirl, a sniff. Ooh, it smells good. It kind of smells. It kind of smells like a cab. So, Kate, I'm in good hands right now. All right, here we go. Let's taste it. Both sides of our tongue. Remember. Oh wow! Can y'all hear me swallow on the podcast? Oh no, <laughs> the mic be like right here. Okay, this is this is great. This is really really good. And I ain't just saying it because it's free. It was really good. <laughs> Let me take let me taste one more time. Wow, it's so smooth. So rich. I don't know about mocha, but I definitely taste like that oak flavor. I taste the berry flavor. It's definitely a rich and smooth red wine. Like this is her. Okay, okay, okay. What is she giving? If if we were on the couch, we had a little dinner date. If I go out on a date with my man, my man, my man. <laughs> And he's like, what do you want to drink? And I'm like, huh, do they have Miyomi Pinot Noir? This is a great dinner drink, 1,000%. This is a great on your couch, you had a bad day drink. This is the, I'm on my couch watching TV, watching a movie drink. Like this is an amazing wine. Um, I'm really enjoying this. I'm gonna enjoy this all week. So I'm gonna give it another taste <laughs> before we get into our episode. Yeah, we like her. We like her. Okay, so like I said, 2023 is just around the corner and we're all getting ready to welcome in a new year. We've all gracefully, thankfully, prayerfully, probably through many tears, maybe some smiles in between there, hopefully a lot of smiles in between there. We probably don't give our lives enough credit for the smiles that it gives us, but 
We made it. We're almost to the end. We're almost over the hump. We're almost into a new year. And I remember moments in my life, definitely in 2020, 2021, where I was like, just get me to the end of the year. I just survived. I don't care what I look like. I don't care where I go. I don't know what my goals are for next year. Just get me out of this year because it sucked, you know. Um, But I really think about this time last year. So 2021, December. As I was preparing for this episode and thinking about the newness of what the new year is going to bring all of us, I was thinking about how did I feel this time last year? Was I looking forward to anything? Was I just barely making it? And, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit of both of those. But this time last year, I had just moved from Tennessee to Texas. I was living at home with my parents. Um, I was I had just been offered a job to go, to go back and work for a company that I truly love. And I was just kind of in this in-between space. Like 2021, as you have heard, has did it did it did its number on me. It did its number, life be life in, in 2021, life on me. Okay. So by the end of the year, <laughs> I was worshiping my way through those days. I was breaking off a lot of, I feel like, um, old ties to old seasons. And I was really trying to walk into the newness that I felt like God was leading me into. I had just got the offer for an amazing job that I was like, okay, God, you do see me. Okay, God, something new is coming in 2022. But it's December. Okay, we're back in December. We're back at my parents' house. I did not have a job at this time. Um, And when I went to apply for like seasonal like restaurant jobs or um, grocery store jobs or like the mall retail jobs, things like that, no one would hire me because they was like, you're not going to be here long enough. You start your other, because I started my other job that I had applied for, that I interviewed for, that God blessed me with. I started that job in January. So I was in this in-between moment this time last year where I was like, God, I feel lack. <laughs> I know you. I know you're bringing me into something new in this new year, but right now I feel like I can't move. Like uh, I need money. To be honest, like I need. I need a lot more money than what I had. Uh, I wasn't on the streets begging, but I was driving Grubhub. I was doing DoorDash, things like that, to kind of help me have some type of money in my pocket because it was this space of the in between. It was this space of. Something new is coming, but it's not here yet. And I, I want to challenge all of us to think about where you are right now in 2022 as it ends out. Are you in a space where you feel like something new is coming, but it isn't here yet? And you're, and you're, being, and you're becoming frustrated maybe with that in-between place. I want to speak to you today. I want to speak to your heart today. I want to speak to your spirit today. Um, for however long the Lord gives me to speak. But I want to encourage you that... That in-between space is teaching you something. It was a part of me when I was trying to get just a job to hold me over till January, because then that's when my real money was going to be coming in. Um, I got sad. I got depressed. I got like um, restless because I felt like I should be doing something. What's going on? Like, I'm really trying to make it over this hump, but nobody like it's this weird hump that I can't get over. And You know, I really felt like I think maybe probably three weeks into thinking like this, like the Lord kind of said, I'm not going to give you a job right now. Like this is a season set aside for you to rest. And 
The season for the job is coming in, Jan in January. The newness is coming, but right now I've called you to rest. Right now I've called you to be restored. I've called you to just wake up late, watch TV all day, eat at your mama and daddy house, like get taken care of. Like that's truly what that season was for. And I tried to fight against it. I tried to like get myself out of it sooner, but I couldn't because I felt like God, God had really said, no, this is the season that you're in. And so I want to speak to you who feel as if you're in that same place. You're in a similar place maybe to where I was at this time last year. Um, or maybe you're also in a place where you don't even know where the newness is coming from, but you begging for it to come. <laughs> you're in a place where you feel very dry, very, it feels like a drought where maybe prayers have gone unanswered, maybe um, relationships have gone astray. Maybe you've moved and you're transitioning. Maybe that job isn't what you thought it was going to be. And you're in this space where you know, I want something new, God. I want something new, God, but I'm not really sure how to manage the right now. I want to give you some help in that area. So one thing I know for me this time last year, I realized that sometimes you have to embrace things you wouldn't have otherwise accepted in order to take hold of the places that you haven't been yet. You know, sometimes God may ask you to take a season of rest like he asked me to do. And it doesn't make sense. It doesn't feel comfortable. But because he's bringing me into something new, new territory, new places that I haven't been before, that I don't have any experience in, he's bringing me into something new. And so he's he's telling me to rest because he knows what the next season is going to require from me. I'm trying to fight against that because I'm like, God, I no, I need to make money. I need to go figure out how I can pay these bills and not drive Grubhub and DoorDash all day. <laughs> you know, I need to figure out what I can do in this in-between space before I get to that new place. And God is saying, no, I know what this next is going to require from you. And I need you to take this season of rest. For me right now in my career, as I've gone through, it's amazing God has brought me all the way to December. I started that job this past January and I feel like so much has been required of my energy in this job and I'm traveling constantly. I'm moving around. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm there. I'm in new, I'm in a rental car this day. I'm in my own car the next day. I'm in a hotel this day. I'm in my own bed the next day. And my body has had to learn to adjust to make home wherever I am and to not get moved around or shifted or, or, or even um, drained out by the constant um, drive that my job calls me to do because I truly love my job. Like I, I really enjoy it. Um, and I think about this time last year when I was fighting against the season of rest, how God really knew what was going to come. You know, he knew that this traveling season for my job was going to take a lot from me. And like, I need you to just rest and know who you are right now. I need you to maybe even forgive some people that have hurt you before you walk into a season where you're leading other people. I need you to take some time to establish your identity and know who you are before you go out into the world and have to introduce yourself to, to groups of people who don't know you and who may look at you wrong or say something wrong to you. Or you have to know who you are at the end of the day. You know, the God was really establishing me in this time last year. So if you feel as if you're in a place where you know something new is coming, maybe that job is around the corner, that relationship is around the corner, that new opportunity is around the corner. 
But God is saying, it's just not right now, but it's coming. Listen to what his instruction is for you to do right now, because that is preparing you for what is to come once you arrive there. You know, it's, it's kind of like, you, you know, the picture of the girl with Jesus and she got a teddy bear and he got a huge teddy bear behind him. And she's like, but God, I love him. Like, and it's, it's a super small, tiny teddy bear. And God has this humongous one. Like he just you know, won and beat everybody at the fair. And he, he got this huge teddy bear. And God is like, I know, but give it to me. And she's like, you know, no, God, no, Jesus. I love it. I love it. And we, and, and we hold on to things. I know I can do the same thing. Really to people, I feel like I hold on more strongly to, to things. But regardless, like we hold on to these moments of our lives that we just may not want to let go. But God is saying, hey, I'm giving you something else. I'm giving you something new. I'm going to bring something bigger and better into your life. Like you think you love that, but I promise you I'm about to blow your mind. You know, Ooh, that's preaching to me. That preached to me just now. I felt that. Okay. So like, you may feel like you love something and that's right. Like you, that, that might be your true feelings. You might actually love it and adore it and want it around you all the time. But if God is asking you, hey, I know you want to go out and work. I know you want to make some extra money right now. I know you're feeling uncomfortable. You feel like you don't understand why you have to give your body to rest, give your mind to rest right now. But hey, I got something big planned. And if you don't, if you don't listen to my instruction, if you're not obedient to what I'm saying right now, you're less likely, less likely to enjoy this big blessing I have planned for you. Um, which brings me to the next point when I think about this time last year, which, which, you know, sometimes you have to tell God, okay, you can have this hurt while I run towards the new thing you're doing in my life. I went to a I went to the Woman Evolve conference that's hosted by Sarah Jakes Roberts, um, who's amazing. I went to this conference in November of last year, and I met this woman who completely changed my life I feel like Com and completely like was an angel sent to me to just speak into me and and she said these words to me that I've never that I haven't forgotten since um but she said Alex God is waiting on you to catch up to where he is you know I, I in that time of November of last year I was holding on to a lot of hurt or maybe it was September of last year. I don't know. One of them. <laughs> I was I was holding on to a lot of hurt. Um I was holding on to a lot of church hurt, a lot of broken friendships, a lot of my own insecurities, a lot of shame, a lot of um sadness I was holding on to because I felt like that hurt gave my life validation at that time. I felt like if everybody knew what I went through, if I could just sh express that and show that, then you would understand why I walk around sad. You would understand why I'm not approachable as much as I used to be. You would understand why I don't keep people around me like I used to. Like you would get the reasons why I am the way I am right now because of all the things that have happened to me. And when she spoke those words to me, we were sitting literally on the church side by side. I was bawling crying she's like hey just let it like let it go like surrender that pain surrender that hurt to god let it go he's waiting on you to get to catch up to him and it freed me because i felt like i had to hold on to it i felt like 
And I think because of the season of church hurt that I went through, the season of brokenness that I went to of my own brokenness and the, and the brokenness of other people was it really tormented my spirit because because I felt like I had to hold on to it in case someone in case somebody asked, you know, hey, what's wrong? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. But when she said those words to me, it really freed me to just like really it's like it's kind of like. It's kind of like the picture with the teddy bear. <laughs> it's kind of like the girl lays the teddy bear down. Like I lay this hurt down. I say, all right, God, you want it, have it. Like I think I need to keep it because I think it may validate the pain I feel. It may validate the emotions I feel. It may val even validate, you know, the trauma experiences that I have. It may validate those things, but you want it. So I give it to you. And I feel like in that moment, she was asking me woman to woman, hey, let me help you lay it down to lay it down to God. And I did it at that conference and I felt like God has given me so much more. And so I explained that to say, sometimes you have to tell God, okay, I know this, this hurt me a lot, but it's changing me more than I think it's helping me by holding on to it. And so I'm going to give it to you because I'm going to walk towards the new things that you have for me. And I don't know what that means to you as you're listening to the podcast. I don't know what God has asked you to lay down. I don't know what hurts you have been through. I don't know who walked out of your life, who came into your life and, you know, feel it feels like if they, they came into your life and destroyed your life. I don't know if somebody, you know, you love so much passed away and now you're having to live with the grief of not having them here more here anymore and you hold that and you harbor that and you carry it, carry it around with you. And I can tell you from experience, you know, I've lost some family members over my life, you know, and but speaking in general, just like about grief and how it affects people, you know, I know that it can change someone's personality. I've seen it for myself. I've seen it within myself. You know, I've seen me lose people both, you know, literally they passed away or they walked out of my life or there are boundaries now, we're not as close, whatever the case may be. I've seen those things happen. I've seen it change my personality. I've seen it make me be more inward, not, you know, not as approachable or not as excited about life because that grief really stole something from me. And when God asks us, you know, I don't know what you've had to walk through. I don't. What I do know is that when you exchange that grief for his love, it doesn't mean that you forget about the person, forget about the memories, forget about, you know, all the good times or even forget about the sadness that it costs you. It does. It doesn't mean that, but it, it, it means that instead of you carrying around that pain over your heart, over your life. It, it's in your conversations. It's, it's in how you love other people. Instead of you doing that, you get to accept God's love in life. And then he gets to introduce you to how you can experience life, you know, um, with open arms. He gets to show you how you can experience life with open arms, how you can freely walk and not be afraid and how, you know, it might make you stumble a little bit. Grief makes you hold back more than you used to. And that's okay. The Lord walks with us through those times and gets us to the back to the place where he knows that we can be so we can embrace life again. Um, so as as we all make space for the new year, I invite you to ask questions to yourself, you know, that really target where you are right now. Here's some that I wrote down. So get out some paper, date, put a date on it, 
Share your thoughts with yourself and and then open those thoughts up to God. You know, write down what you're thinking and write down what's bothering you. Maybe write down anything that may be bothering you. Write down how you feel right now and how you feel this year of 2022 has shaped you. Did God bring new people into your life this year? Did he prune you away from people? Did you realize that you weren't perfect this year? Did you realize your toxic traits and how they show up in the relationships around you? Did you overcome a big obstacle? Did you reach a goal that you set out to do at the beginning of the year? What has this year taught you about you? What has this year taught me about me? What has this year taught me about my family? What has this year taught me about my dreams and purpose? Those are just some questions that I want to put out into the atmosphere for us all to reflect on this, this, this from this time until next week. Um, I remember I had a dream, you know, that I remember I had a dream in this dream. It was about literally I was like um, a cook, I guess, in a restaurant. And my only task was to just flip the burger over like it was ready. It was done. It was ready to go on the bun. It was ready to be eaten. All I had to do was literally take a spatula and flip it over. Now, whether you cook or not, it's pretty simple to understand how easy that would be to just flip a burger over, flip a patty over. Like it does, it takes minimal work, minimal understanding, like, hey, get a fork, flip it over. I had this dream. And at the time that I had this dream, it, it felt like I was, I was looking at myself standing over a well-done hamburger at this point. <laughs> and the well-done hamburger represented like goals and dreams of mine that I had, that I wanted to accomplish, I wanted to do, that I, I felt like my life was calling me to. I felt like I had these ambitions, these goals, these passions and purpose to pursue and I'm, I'm there at the hamburger like, well, it's ready, but I'm just so scared to flip it over. Like, I don't know if I can flip it over. I don't know if I can have the strength to flip it over. I don't know if I can do that. Like, it, it felt like it was so much to do. And God was just saying, just flip it over, Alex. Like, you got it. Like, once you flip it over, it's done. And you're good and you can run. And, and I, share that, I share that dream because I realized how 2022 showed me how I hold myself back in a lot of ways. Um, and I don't want to do that anymore. I want to really be confident to flip the burger over every time I have a dream, every time I have a goal, every time I have something I want to accomplish, every time God plants something in my heart for me to do. I don't want to just be staying there at the stove <laughs> waiting for a sign to flip it over when clearly the hamburger is done clearly you can just flip the burger over and I hope that that maybe makes you laugh but also <laughs> encourages you that you have the power inside yourself to flip the burger over you have the power inside your inside of yourself to make 2023 the best year for your life and for your family you hold the keys god is instructing us to go out make disciples to go out and build his kingdom and we get we have the power to do that by simply just showing up every single day and doing what he's called us to do regardless if it's perfect regardless because it will never be perfect <laughs> regardless if you feel like you're qualified or if you have the ability or if you have the skill set 
when God calls you, when he sets you apart, when he pulls you up, he says, I've qualified you. You have the power to do it. And so during next week, next week, Wow. During next week's episode, I'm going to open up about what I look forward to in 2023. Um, And I want you to come back for that conversation. So whether you listen on YouTube, Apple or Spotify, I want you to come back for that conversation. But don't come back empty handed. Rewind this back about 30 seconds and listen to those questions that I just asked you. Write those down in your journal this week. And I'm going to do the same. But then also come next week thinking about what you want 2023 to be for you. Or maybe this could help you. When you answer those questions that I just asked about 2022, if those weren't the best answers that you thought your life could give, then ask yourself, how would you like to answer those questions in 2023? And it's obviously way more questions you can ask yourself, uh, way more thoughts that you can ponder on. But think about how would you like how would you like for this time of 2023 to look for you? Like, what would you like to say about your life, about your goals, about your family? about your dreams, about where you place your time and energy, what, how many people are around you. I know in this next year, I guess I'll give you a little sneak peek into <laughs> one thing that's been pressing on me. One thing I know I have to fight for in my life and that's community. I know that as I've moved to many cities, this last city for me, um, I live in Texas now and so this is a new city. I'm trying to meet friends, get the right people around me, have the right voices around me. I'm also maturing. I'm getting, you know, I'm going into my 30s in this next year. So I'm really thinking about who's around me, what kind of quality people are around me. And I know that in this next year, it's going to be a, it's, this is going to be a, a year about community for me. This past year was about me, about not, not, not to say I disregarded everybody else, but it was about me getting back to me. It was about me loving on me. It was about me nourishing me about me setting boundaries for myself about me walking into new blessings that God had placed in my life this next year is about community it's about friendships it's about church relationships and church community it's about romantic relationships um it's about all those community aspects I want to welcome into my life in 2023 and so come back next week to the conversation about what you want 2023 to be for you. And we're going to talk about that together. So now I want to switch it up and go into the part of the podcast that we call Wine or Dine. Now, this is where you get to submit any and every question you want to me on Instagram. So follow and hit my DMs up at underscore new wine podcast on Instagram. You can let me know what questions you have. You can submit it to me. Then I'll get a chance to read that question out loud in the podcast and choose whether to answer it, which I most likely will, because I'll be real honest with y'all, or I'll have a sip of wine if it's calling me to to go places I don't want to go. But this week, I want to switch it up. So this week, I have a question for you. And it kind of links off what, what we were just talking about. Um, so I posted a picture this past week about how it was when I first started the podcast, what my setup was specifically when I started the podcast. You know, I remember when I first set up, I was in my, I was in a bed, my parents' bedroom or in my bedroom, in my parents' house. And I feel like I didn't have any tools to get started with the podcast. Like God was like, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Just the best cheerleader in the world. And I was just like, God, I don't, I don't have anything. I don't know. I can't do it right now. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. And I went, I went through this, I went through this 
back and forth, back and forth in my mind for for weeks, for weeks, for months, for for months. <laughs> with a long S. Um, I finally got to the place where I just felt like the Lord was cheering me on so much. And I, was, I looked around my room and I said, you know what? I got a chair. I got a ring light. I have a camera. I didn't have a mic, but I got it from Amazon. Um, and I set this up in my room and it was the perfect little setup. If you actually go back to the first episode, well, the second episode, The Middle Matters, that episode was filmed right next to my bed in a corner of the bedroom with um, a $20 target table, a ring light that I've had for years, a, t a chair that moved with me from Tennessee, some fake flowers and a vase. And I just tried to make it look decent and cute. And I got started. I think it's the most important thing that I noted in that Instagram post this past week. And I, I saw a lot of people say like, wow, this is so inspiring. This is so encouraging. And my challenge to all of you this week, I'm asking you the question, what has God asked you to do? What has he asked you to start? What has he given you tools to do? But you still say, oh, I don't have what it takes. I don't have what I don't have what I need. I don't have the resources. I don't have the time, the money, the connections, all the things like what is God telling you to just start? Like, just do it. Just go. Just flip the burger over. Just go. Like, what is he calling? What is he asking you to do? You know, and that's my ask to all of you for our wine and dine segment is to press go. What is God asking the press go on? What is it? Think about it. What is he telling you to just start? You know, it won't be perfect before you start. You just got to start and you got to learn along the way. There's so many things I want this podcast to ultimately be like. I want to have a thousand million subscribers tomorrow, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> I have to constantly be, you know, pursuing um, my goals, but also just starting regardless of it being perfect. I want to have the ultimate background set. Like I want my I'm the type of person like. I don't do stuff any kind of way. If you know me, you know, like I, I, I like to do stuff great. You gonna know Alex was there, basically. You gonna know Alex touched the room, that she touched that person, that she was there because it's gonna be nice. Like I'm gonna make it nice. That's how I am. And so I know God knows it about me. So when he be telling me to just start and do stuff, I'm like, God, well that's I can't. That that just seemed raggedy to me. But it don't it, that that don't that's not real. <laughs> it don't be raggedy. It be me holding myself up. And so I ask you this week on our wine and dine segment, especially as we um, head into the new year. What is God asking you to do? What is he asking you to just press start on? Cheers to that. So what is God asking you to press go on? You know, we have a part of the podcast that we call Pour It Forward. And it's a part where we pour encouragement, wisdom, advice into the next and upcoming generation. It's a special time where we get to kind of pass our faith on. We get to tell the next generation, hey, the blood still works. Hey, we can still get down. We can still do the challenges and keep it up. But listen, at the end of the day, you need a relationship with Jesus. He's going to get you through everything you need to, everything that your life is going to take you through. He's going to be right there with you. He's the ultimate best friend. And we have that part of the podcast that, you know, if I, if I were to even extend it out to you, 
What could you pass forward to the next generation? What could you pour pour into them that they need? Do that this week. You know, as you're out doing your holiday shopping or out walking your dogs or taking your kids to school or whatever the case may be. I know for me, I do want to I want to be more impactful to the neighbors that are around me, like literally in my community that I barely see, re- hardly remember their names, like I want to know them. I want to. I want to speak life into them. I just want to be a smile. I, mean, I don't. I don't got to preach them down. I don't have to say, you know, all these things. But I just want to say, hey, Jesus loves you, or hey, I love you, or hey, do you need anything? Are you okay? Um, how's your family? Like, I think we could be more com- communal than the world would want us to be, especially as we all, you know, come come into this place where we're recognizing ourselves and we realize there's trauma everywhere and everybody's going through something like, you know, all of those things can really put, push us back to make us not want to experience life with people. But I challenge you to do the opposite. And we can always find the tricks of the enemy because wherever he's trying to push out in the world, usually God is, has spoken something completely different. But because it looks so good and everybody's saying it, you know, hey, just just stay to yourself. Hey, just look out for yourself. Hey, you don't have to worry about anybody else. Like worry about yourself. Like that's a messaging that is constantly pushed. And yes, there is some truth to that, which which the enemy loves to do a little bit of truth and a whole lot of lies. Like there is truth to you looking out for yourself, you protecting yourself, you loving yourself, you setting healthy boundaries for yourself. But I will also say there's a part of us who has to give out to the next generation, who has to be in community with other people, who has to love other people. My friend Kate, who bought me this wine, if you listen to this episode, Kate, she is one of the, she is so pure in her love. She is one of the people I know in my life who probably, I could probably count on one hand, who really goes out of her way to just love people, like genuinely love people. And it teaches me something whenever I can see her in action for me or for other people. It's just like, man, she really loves people. Like she really tries to make people be seen. And I think that's what everyone would want in their lives at the the end of the day is like, how can I show someone else me? So that they feel comfortable enough to show themselves to me because we all need each other. So I encourage you to pour it for it this week as you go out into your daily lives, wherever you are, show your light and make an impact. Thank you guys for tuning in to the New Wine Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to join us next week again uh, for part two, I guess, <laughs> of this episode. We're getting down to the end of the season. And if you haven't subscribed, please do on YouTube. Um, Apple or Spotify, leave us a five-star rating if you're feeling friendly out there. Those things always help whenever you guys engage with us on social media um, or wherever you're watching your podcast. It definitely helps to spread the light like we just talked about and get the New Wine Podcast into more places. So I love you guys. Hope you have a great week. Bye. And this me, I know it's not. This feels good. <laughs> one more time, when I call up your phone, me, I just wanna say hi.